Yeah? Hold on one sec. Okay. Okay, sorry, I was in the office. I knew I shouldn't call you during the day. No, it's fine. Did you get your stuff? Just now, thank you. No problem. I hope I got everything. I haven't checked it yet. You still in the area? Yeah, and I don't plan on leaving anytime soon. Good, because I have Julia's information, a contact number and address. Obviously she isn't staying at her parents. I figured that much. Are you okay? You sound... I'm fine, but I'm in a different city and there's a lot of cops around, so I want to make this quick. I guess this means you won't be telling me what happened. I don't have time to say, and you don't have time to listen. <laughs> it's my lunch break. Ray, I really can't. At least tell me what that girl said is true. From what I've read in the paper, I can say it is. Julia was there. So was I. David was running down the street shooting at people. And I don't know why, but that wasn't him. He wouldn't do that. It was him, Roland. There were no signs of creatures, no man in a mask. They were there, Ray. They attacked us. But where would they go? I don't know, but David did not hang those people in a tree and gut them. There were ten bodies in the woods, not far from the farmhouse. David didn't do it. He was with us the whole time. Then shouldn't you come forward and say that? Julia looks crazy. And so did I after Terror Lake. And I backed up David's story. It didn't work. I'll be labeled crazy just like Julia. But maybe if you come forward and... I'll be arrested. It's my fault he was in Layden Falls. I can't do it, Ray. Okay. Sorry. There's no proof right now, but I'll find it. In fact, I need your help with something else. I knew Julia's info wouldn't be enough. Ray, I really need you. You're the only person I can trust. Oh, so you do trust me. <laughs> I do now. You sent me my stuff and I didn't get swarmed by law enforcement. Told you. <sighs> so, when David, Julie, and I escaped via tractor from the farmhouse, we were chased by the creatures. We got separated and David ran towards Sefton Trust's old house. After he was gunned down, I went to the house to see why he went there. The family was killed. I know, but I don't think he did it. The bullets matched the gun, Roland. The gun that belonged to Cantor's. You don't understand, and I can't get into it right now. David went into their basement, and so did I. I found something in there. A binder. A binder filled with old articles and printouts. I think it belonged to Trust. There are names written on the binder. The last couple of days I've been at the public library. I was able to dig up some stuff. The names are that of people convicted of murder. Had a murder book? One name in particular, April Law. There were a lot of articles about her case in the binder and online. She murdered two people and hung them in some warehouse. What? Hung them and gutted them. When was this? A decade ago, 2007. Happened in Dallas. I printed out some stuff, but it's at the motel. And you found this in the house? Just like we found those witch books in Sanders' home. Trust was hiding this. I need you to look into the other names for me. I couldn't find anything on Powell, and I only have one article on Montgomery, but it's faded. I also think I lost some papers when I was running for my life. One second. Uh, let me get a pen and paper. Don't let anyone see you. No shit. Ray. 
Ray? Okay, give them to me. Are you alone? In my car, go. Okay, I'm going to give you all the names and then we can cross-reference. That's fine. First one, Noah Montgomery, 2004. Lived in Bend, Oregon. It was a murder-suicide. Then, 2007, April Law, which I already told you about. 2008, a Stephen Dwyer murdered his family in the small town of Dover, Tennessee. Shot by next-door neighbor. 2011, it just says Sunderland. But there were no articles in the binder and I couldn't find anything online. Nothing that matched, anyway. Then there's a Shane Powell, no date. Also nothing. I have more information, but like I said, it's all at the motel. Okay, so this won't be easy. The Sunderland one could be a couple. I did a search, but there were a lot of names. Are we sure there's a correlation? With the names? Trust seemed to think so. In all honesty, Roland, you're not even sure that this was Trust's finder. He died years ago. David was drawn to the house. He pried it from the wall. It's dirty and old. It's his. And it might not be accurate, but you could be damn sure it's important. I'll see what I can find. I'm going to keep searching as well, but right now I need to find Elliot Benson. Who's that? The only survivor from the Sefton Trust murders. I did some snooping, and he's in the area. Don't forget about Julia. I didn't. I'll take her info now. One second. Okay. Right now, she's staying with her aunt in Ashfield. That close? Yeah, and they're staying with some lady named Reese Formuth. I believe she's a friend of the aunt's. Anyway, I have her number here. 413-555-6457. You got that? Got it. Okay. Can you call me soon? I hate waiting to hear back from you. I'm gonna buy a phone soon. <sighs> Jesus. I have a lot to do. I worry about you. Very sweet. Just call me as soon as you can. I will. And I'll try to find out what I can with these names. I appreciate it. Good luck, Roland. Thanks. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser-known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out, and we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now.